you are listening to the Spine Whisperers podcast. Please know that our doctors are here to only educate, not diagnose on this podcast. If you have any questions, please feel free to find us at www.mfwellness.org. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Spine Whisperer podcast. Here with myself, Dr. Matt, Dr. Brad, Dr. Josh. Hello. We've had um, some really strong feelings about the last couple podcasts, and people are really pushing us to do a couple more. So the last time that we were looking for a subject, we had one all prepared. This time, we're more flying by the seat of our pants. But today is going to be just as important as the other podcasts because we're going to give you the top five best practices that we think you need to know about. I don't know if they'll be the best, but they'll be practices. Mm-hmm. It'll be absolutely the best. Okay, that's all we have to offer. That's true. Know? That's true. So if you're listening to this in your in your car, make sure that you pull over and write this down. Or what if I glance over the fact that you have some written down over here? What if I glance over and steal what he ridiculous? Is? You, you can have to. you can have whatever you want. Oh, okay. By the time we get to fourteen and fifteen, it'll be like <laughs> talk to your friends. <laughs> Look people in the eyes when you're talking to them. Don't focus on one uh, one eyebrow, you know, which sometimes I do. And Dr. Josh catches me. And he, uh, it's just the weirdest <laughs> thing. Normally, you just look at people in the eyes, you know. Matt will be like, you know, I really have like, a Why? problem with that. What's wrong on me? But yeah, it's, it's well. I try to like square up eyeball to eyeball. Yeah, no. And um, it never works. I'm always like cattywampus. It's weird. It, it is it weird. It is really weird. So I guess my first question is right now is like, what's the best practice to, to talk to somebody? Do you mimic what they're doing when you're talking to them? Because a lot of people do have a tendency to do that. No, you just you just look in their one of their eyes, man. You just like pick an eye and look at it. Yeah. But, but don't but don't it, stare too long. Yeah, that, you got to break your it. yeah, you got to break your uh, the eye thing every now and then eye contact. But then what if you lose your train of thought? Anyway, okay. So the first thing I would recommend is having more than one ice pack in your freezer mm-hmm. at all times. That's a really good one. That's people, a tough one to beat, dude. People are like, hey, you know, I've iced it. And then we ask them how many times. They're like, oh, just once. Because <laughs> they can't one, keep it cold. Plus, right. plus, most of people have more than one area. So yeah. mm-hmm. even if, you know, mm-hmm. load yourself up. Yeah, but Put one on your neck, one on your yep. back. Yeah. If you're not using them as often, you can get a bunch of ice packs for, mm-hmm. you know, 99 cents. Just have two or three because when you need them, it's the end of the world. You don't you don't accidentally get an ice pack. You, you know when you need them. You know if you're going to do ten off and ten on, which is you know our you know most promoted, you know cryotherapy uh, regimen. You got to have more than one ice pack to do that. Unless you have some like turbo. Freezer. Unless you have our freezer here at the office. Oh my god. Where you have to get it at the perfect at the perfect temperature. That's right. That thing will freeze your hair right off your head. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if someone someone messed with it the last time, but like before. Before we, we tried to change it from its highest <laughs> setting, but yeah. then it, but then it's the only reason it's slowly yeah, it's, it's got, melting because we opened it so much. It's got so many so much ice formed in there, and that's the only reason it's manageable. When you defrost that thing, the first couple of weeks afterwards, everything's frozen. Yeah. Like it's now being like blunted. It's, that, that it's being all the time. blunted right yeah. now. Yeah, it's cold. It's cold. Well, I, I, and those okay. those ice packs at one point they were sweating. Like we had we, we, that's had what we tried it to yeah. we tried right? to like make it less. Cold because they were just freezing everybody. Everybody's complaining oh, about yeah. the coldness. So 
Who's going next? Maori, you uh, or me? You? Yeah, I'll do one. And we, this is one we've talked about before. But best practices for looking at your phone and tablet. Nice, dude. We know the worst practice, and that's to sit there and <laughs> sit straight look down. at your phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. What, the worst practice is what everybody currently is doing. Yeah. So best practice would be to avoid anything but looking straight down at mm-hmm. your phone or tablet. So making sure when you're sitting, possibly raise that phone up in front yeah. of your face. Um, even if you're at home, you could maybe even lie. Yeah, just tell me to build a contraption. Yeah. Get some pillows, put it up on the table, lower your seat. Hook something to your head so it, you know, drops down in front of your face. But yeah, anything to where you're not looking down at your phone, your tablet, or even your, your books. If you're actually reading a book, they do make things out there that hold your book on the table in front of you. So that would be my best practice for reading from, from anything, really. Book, tablet, phone. The easy That's reader. a really good one. Um, my best would probably be to do um, unilateral calf raises every other day. Because the one thing that everybody has in common, at one point or another, you're going to blow an ankle out, or you're going to hurt your ankle, or you're going to do this, or you're going to do that. And you know, we talk about plantar fasciitis, but really all of your disorders of the lower extremity, at one point or another, having strong ankles pushes about 90 things off the table. So if every other day you go find some stairs and you do some calf raises, that's a big deal, having that in your regimen. And it's really, really, really accessible. Everyone's got stairs or they can get to some stairs or a step. And your hands are free. Your body's free. You can watch TV. You can drink coffee. You can talk on the phone. You can do whatever you want. But calf raises, you know, bent knee, straight knee, one foot, no foot, weighted, not weighted, doesn't matter. There's different grades of calf raises for sure. But just doing them, activating the way your brain runs your extremity is a great way to push a whole lot of problems off the table. On top of that, you look at, you really have to do exercises with your calves and with your legs because you're using them all the time. It's not just like, oh, I walk every day, I work out, I work out every day. That's not the case. Don't skip leg day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what Dr. Josh is saying is don't skip leg day. No, I'm saying if you skip leg day, don't. Just at least do that. You have to do yeah. calf raises. They're independent of muscle. Calf raises are a neurological change, not a muscular one. And so you have to retrain the keep constantly training the way your brain runs your ankles, especially if you played soccer growing up, because that means you grew up in Copa Mundials or um, Sambas, which means your ankles. If you even look at a slope, they fly right off your body. So what you're talking about is the incorporation of proprioception and mechanoreception while doing calf raises? That's all I'm saying. Do calf raises. Noted. Okay. Noted. We talked about ice packs, but let's go to the other spectrum. Let's go to the other end. What makes up ice? Water. How do you get water into your system, Dr. Brad? It's multiple ways. No, actually, I think there's just one way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, My best practice is I have incorporated a straw into my cup when I'm drinking water. It just, it looks weird for me drinking out a straw, but it helps me get that amount of water into my body consecutively all the time. Currently, how much water are you trying to intake? Mm. I'm currently trying to intake half my body weight in ounces because we get real sweaty in this office and we push through and adjust a lot of bones. So we need to make sure that we're staying well hydrated. And there's times that you'll, you'll see me like, oh yeah, you need some water, but you can, you can feel it. So I've incorporated that, that water straw into what I'm doing every single day. Nice. Yeah. A little bit of coffee in the morning. And then water, 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 water. Rest of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I have one that's not necessarily directly health related. Mm. Nice. My uh, travel to work has increased. Mm. Yeah. It used to take me about five minutes. Six yeah, your minutes, car wouldn't even warm up. Six minutes if I got caught at the light to get to the office. Mm-hmm. Now it is on an excellent day, 25 minutes. Right. So my best practice now is to check my GPS. So I only used to use GPS if I was going to travel somewhere. Oh my gosh. Where I had no idea where I was going to go. Good one, good one. So like, for example, last night, I looked at it. Normally it should be 25, 26 minutes. If I see 35 minutes. (laughs) Or one hour. Yeah, or one hour. I have an alternate route. Nice, bro. To take. Nice. So it's blowing up. I mean, instead of taking the highways, I uh, I take what I found out is now called Moon Road. Nice, dude. So if you're coming from Warrenton, you take Highway M to Highway OO to Highway N. Nice, bro. The moon. Moon, moon Road. Shooting the moon. Yeah. Oh my. I love it. <laughs> so great. depending on the day, that you could potentially run into some holdups, but yeah, if you see an hour wait. Hop on Moon That's Road. That's nice, dude. Yeah, for us it's, it's nice uh, and scenic too. For yeah. us, it's Highway Y to W to seventy nine. That's like the ultimate back road. And then you come down and you can get off on uh, what's called Main Street, and then it turns into Highway K. Yeah, and that's like if the world's ending, you have to go that way because you're taking your life in your hands on seventy nine. It's a good time. So yeah, I make All sure right. I uh, look nice, at dude. the GPS that's a good one. before leaving. So. Yeah. Stress, yeah. stress reducer. Huh? I, yeah, I love plugging my phone in and, and first thing, and I love putting in like wherever I'm going, just because you get caught in traffic, especially these last six months of traffic uh, from the office to anywhere, anywhere around St. Charles has been crazy. But technologies, you know, we never used to have anything like that, so you're just, just headed take out, it, taking the pain. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, who knows? You're just going to take Stuck the pain. In traffic. Yeah. You know, mine, uh, my second rounder is probably um, do some kind of weight training um, pretty consistently. You know, muscle loss as we get older, which we call sarcopenia, which is a relatively new term. And not just that, but the way our brains age and the way that our um, endocrine systems age, weight training staves a lot of that off, you know. And as a lot of us, you know, the average age is going up. A lot of the industrialized countries, you know, we've depending on what, what news source you look at, um, we have reached the absolute peak, or we're past it, the peak number of humans on this planet. You know, it won't go up from here because a lot of the um, birth rates are dropping pretty dramatically. And so uh, we're no longer at maximum capacity. It's a really interesting phenomenon. But regardless, as we age, the one thing that's showing up consistently over and over again is weight training. Muscle density, bone density, the way that our brains age, it just drives function really well. So it doesn't matter what you do. You know, if you want to work out to gain muscle, if you work out to lose fat, if you want to work out to... Okay, all of that stuff's negotiable. What isn't negotiable is you picking up weights pretty consistently throughout the week. Yeah, we've had had a bunch of patients talk about, you know, doing DEXA scans and all these things to help maintain bone density. And uh, that's a really, really big thing for us Mm here. My next thing is... When you go to try something new, give it at least 10 days, uh, whether it's a new routine, whether it's a new something that you're trying, go all in. You know what I mean when I say go all in. If you don't commit to what you're doing, it's going to be a half motivation or half cocked uh, idea of like, yeah, I'm going to do this. It's going to be great. 
And when you do this routine, you should really start off with, uh, you know, some small steps, something that works you up into, you know, just doing a little bit of a deadlift or maybe looking at different weight options or different bars. My best practice is when you start a routine, make sure that you're, you're all in. And it to win it. And it to win it. All right. Next one, having the proper snacks during your workday. Nice, dude. I make sure I have my breakfast before I leave home. I either bring lunch or I go grab something at lunch. And then at home in the evening, I have a, a good dinner. But I also make sure that I bring in appropriate snacks. And I know everyone does that. Sometimes they're inappropriate, inappropriate snacks, snacks yeah. are brought in for us. Yeah, yeah. our yeah. patients make and sure we're, you know. They're extremely tempting. And oh, yeah. sometimes we cannot deny or yeah. maybe the all. If it was up to the people we take care of, we'd be 10,000 pounders. You know? So... It's awesome. Uh, Other so, than what they are grateful, bring. by the way. Like, <laughs> yeah, we do. Insanely yeah. grateful. We're not saying we don't want that. We're the luckiest yeah. doctors on earth. Like, yeah. no question about it. Between cookies and donuts. And oh, my God. I it. just love you guys. It's just but wonderful. What we generally bring in for ourselves, fruit, vegetables, uh, whatever type of nut you can imagine. Yeah. Mixed nuts. They're all here, yeah. What do you like to bring in, Dr. Matt? Grapes, banana. Sometimes I like a little bit of the carb stuff, so I, I'll bring in a box of Cheez-Its, but it's be, usually we eat over the course of two weeks. Um, I, mean, I like sometimes, uh, or, or two hours. Uh, sliced almonds on salad is really nice. Uh, whole oh, yeah, you've been hitting the salads lately. We've been doing uh, shots of extra virgin olive oil, which I thought I'd be like so awesome with, but like... It's getting me. I let your I'm, body. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of kind of getting that. tired of it. Kind of getting sick of it. But like, I need to do what uh, what the Goggins says is like, get hard, get tough, you know. So I'm just trying to do the things that my body needs to do without complaining about it. Right. Because he has some he has some things to, to say about when you start complaining about stuff. Mm. <laughs> so, so yeah, big thing is just making sure you have. Healthy snacks available for the day in between in between the big meals. Yep. Yeah. Keep you going. Yeah, I have a two dollar and seventy nine cent five pound bag of carrots I bring every Monday. Oh yeah, that's every was the Monday. Other thing. Five I've pounds been, of carrots. I've been eating those. Hungry those carrots. Been. Not hungry carrots. It's carrots. Carrots, red peppers, watermelon. Absolute powerhouses of nutrition. Unbelievably low amount of carbohydrate running in them. Like it's just a ridiculous green beans, carrots. Red peppers, all peppers, but red especially, and watermelon. The carb count, if you're worried about carbohydrate, there isn't any. It's so low. You can just eat, hammer those things. And the nutrition content is insane. So we talk about calorie-dense foods. Those are not. There's just no calories in those things, but there's a ton of... The, the way they're set up, the way that they digest, um, the starchiness of them, it's just it's really, really good. So my third is, um, is omega-3 fatty acids. And we talked about olive oil. There's a lot of other ways to get them, but the American diet or the, the processed food diet, the industrialized diet, even the foods that were used to being high, cal- high um, nutrient content aren't anymore. You know, they're not the same as the foods we've been 15 years ago. The long and short of it is, Find a way to get omega-3 fatty acids into your body every day because if you do not, you will not usually get it from your diet. You talk about changes in the dementia brain, the increased age for dementia onset for people. It all has to do with us superheating our brains 
by not having the reducing agents in them. And the fastest way to get those reducing agents is from omega-3 fatty acids. And the fastest way to do that is from your diet. You could take pills and supplements, fine. But um, if you want to 100% know what's in there, you know, of the three fatty acids, of the three omega-3s that we normally, that are essential for us, you know, we, we do shots of extra virgin olive oil here and it sucks, but it doesn't matter that it, does, it sucks. You know, it matters that it's keeping our brains young. So, so my third round pick is going to be find a way to get omega-3 fatty acids into your body every single day, every single day, and you'll benefit from it. We had talked about doing uh, five rounds, but we're right around the exact time that we'd like for our podcast to go. Mm. So um, you guys exceeded expectations today. Good we'll do job, the Dr. Ne- Dr. Brad. We'll next three next time, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, so we're about the 20, 20th minute mark. So Jamie won't listen any longer than this. Just turns <laughs> it off. The Jamie limit, we call it. This is our this is our sweet spot that we found that works the best for people that are tuning in. So yeah, it's enough for you to drive home. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the next time uh, we'll Unless you get caught in traffic. Yeah, that's true. Then you take Moon. Check your GPS. Yeah. And then you're just sad. Yeah. The, the next time that you'll hear from us, we'll talk about um, some research that we've been kind of going over regarding inflammation and how to best take care of your body. Nice, dude. So myself, Dr. Matt, Dr. Brad, yep. Dr. Josh. All right, guys. Have a good day. And if you need to email me, please reach me at drmatt at mfwellness.org. Bye. A big thank you goes to Hug Monster Sound for all the hard work they put into making us sound so great. 